Sagittarius, welcome to this week's Fitness and Moses episode with the gorgeous Kaylin. This episode, it's so special, so dear to my heart. And this one's going to be kind of like if you were to walk into a lingerie store, um, this would be that new lace that you've never seen before. So both Kaylin and I share things that um, we may not publicly share. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was just a really gorgeous, gorgeous conversation between two women who are always finding, discovering, redefining, and coming home to who we are as, um, as wings. Our bodies are our wings. And I guess a fitness perspective or a lingerie perspective is literally wanting to be that lace and lingerie um, that you have never seen before, never laid eyes on before. Um, and, you know, as sister queens around the world, sometimes it's really fun to just sit next to each other and share lingerie books and be like, okay, so this is what I have of my design. Um, what do you have in yours beautiful? And just kind of not comparing, but just looking at the similarity between our lingerie designs. And within that, you find, collect, you can create even more beautiful new energy and amazing vibrations and um, yeah, really make a lingerie recipe that's unique to you. So again, this, we both open up stuff we may not <laughs> always open up about, um, but I always think with like fitness, I want to be the one with that body that's like, makes other people be like, Wait, when they see my body, like, what protein powder was that? <laughs> right? Like, what protein powder is that? Um, so here's the courage to daring to be bold, um, daring to be yourself, even when you're learning who she is, and embracing all of you to the depths of you, wherever you go. Let the episode begin. I wanted to kind of just really ask you here is because you're so bold in your truth. You are. Oh, you. you are. You are it's such like something a- I'm like working on like now. So like when people say that, I'm just like, I'm that's something I'm working on to get to be more authentically me. You and people like so good. thinking I'm thinking I still like I'm get I'm still on the journey, but people are like wow you're so like you and I'm like oh thank you it's gorgeous it's gorgeous like Kaylin you're and we have a beautiful Kaylin I just push play on this podcast because you guys are coming in like a really deep girl chat conversation today fitness and this is show um what's can you share your Instagram with us at the beginning oh yeah it's authentic and sweet so just authentic and then the letter N and sweet um, but yeah, I started my Instagram, um, as kind of like a way to, I guess, document where my path, cause I have done like a complete like 360 in my life and it was like something that called to me too, to kind of make change. And I still feel like I'm on like, well, yeah, it's another ending journey, but like I found your page and I like instantly fell in love with how confident you were and stuff. So like to hear really? you say stuff, it's like, cause I found your page and it was like, oh my gosh, there's like, cause around me, there's like nobody I can share like the stuff that I'm discovering. Like there's just nobody yeah. I can share it with. 
And then I found your page and it was just like, oh my gosh, like this is a thing. Like there are others out there and like you were talking about like your inner goddess and just all the stuff that I was kind of like teaching myself and discovering myself. I just didn't have like a role model. So I was so honored when you asked me to be on this show because I look up to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you made me cry. Because sometimes to hear the goddess, I feel like you have to, like, kneel to hear her. You know what I mean? And kneel to whisper. And there's parts of myself that I'm still trying to learn how to share and learn how to, like, um, and to, like, trying to decide, like, what to share, what not to share. Like, one yeah. thing, because um, I completely resonate with being kind of just like out of the mold or just being a part like I came from super super conservative upbreak upbringing you know um I think of things as like a train ex trainer my ex trainer kind of mindset and I was like there's things I can share with Kaylin because she's healed at this level mm-hmm. that I think if I share this honey with her it's there's a way to kind of take it even deeper within this, right? Yeah. And there's this thing that um, I actually just finished this week, and it's this leather and lace lingerie planner for our bodies. So I kind of share with you how I ended up um, here in Texas. And when I arrived, different things started to happen um, that I really didn't handle too well. <laughs> So, um, shout out to my friend Millie for like coaching and being a container with them for me during this period. But I really, yeah, I did not handle it very well at all. And so, like I said, I'm used to like, okay, how many push-ups did you do? How many, like, what were your macros? What was your protein count? What was all that, right? And there's this, let me start with this mug that my mom has. So there's this mug, she just sent it to me. I'm trying to hold that you can see it. So it says, like, you are beautiful, you are chosen, you are special, you are mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what I had, and, it's, and it helps to kind of ground me, be, just because different people haven't been treating me so well, right? Um, uh-huh. And she wanted me to remember, and remember these words are true. And something that I had to awake is that I'm, and I'm trying to share this, but I'm kind of a version of a goddess channel is the best way to explain it. Yeah. And so, um, again, it's kind of rare, but I did share this in Leather Lace Lingerie Planner, so now I'm tending to share it with you. But when you think about, like, the sunflower, for example, I shared this in just a podcast episode I had earlier, the sunflower positions in its way to find light. Okay. Uh-huh. But a lot of us are kind of, I don't say being programmed, but we've been geared to respond to artificial light and not to a goddess light. Because a goddess isn't darkness, a goddess can also be light. But in order to do that, we have to clear the channel to allow this goddess part of ourselves to come through. When you think about um, what went on with the sex priestesses, you know, and how a lot of times, like, um, they were drugged, they were had occasions where they were raped, right? Because women are literally channels. Universes can come from our bodies. And this is a time when we were meant to, as women, take this ownership and transmute 
what some people would call it, essentially like transform this energy back. And that's what I see, Kaylin, with your light and your glow and the way that you, the way that you show up through the world. It's beautiful. And it serves as a testament because all this energy out there, it has to be, and I don't, I like transformation versus transmutation, but I'll use that just because that word is, is more, but I think that's the more masculine thing. I think central transformation is the more feminine thing. Um, when I went on my journey, because I didn't transform mm -hmm. the energy, it wasn't as smooth. Forget this. It was rocky. It was rocky. <laughs> it's rocky. It's rocky. It's <laughs> it's a horrible workout transformation but there's this one thing I know I'm talking a lot but there's this one thing that kind of happened and I was listening to this video okay and this video ended up being an activation to me you have to be super careful to what you listen to so I definitely don't condone it because yeah. if you listen to the wrong thing all sorts of things can kind of happen but uh -huh. I was led to this video that was recorded on the story behind this, this video was recorded on Mother Mary's Island, right? And on this island, um, the one phrase she said is, remember who you are, remember who you are. I have a bracelet that my collegiate aunt had given me, again, because I had people that were kind of bothering me, it says, like, remember who you are. And as she said, remember who you are, remember who you are, all of a sudden I had this memory. And this memory was thousands, if not millions of years old, but it was me. And in this memory, and like, I remember this more than like, if I, it was so interesting. Like I, something I remembered more than if I was brushing my teeth, more than if I was doing anything. And this is raw to share it because I'm always like, what should I share? I don't want my family to suffer because I'm sharing this. I don't want anyone to talk on a spiritual level because I'm sharing this, you know. But in this memory, this guy is leading me down um, steps. And they're long, concrete kind of like steps, right? And I'm in an outdoor temple. And I'm wearing this gorgeous like blue and green dress with like patches of gold on it, right? And I don't even think I'm as racist as being, but he's leading me down these steps. And there's these circles of women around, or circles, sorry, circles of men around a single uh, woman off to the side. And as he leads me down the steps, um, I reach my circle, and it's the biggest circle. And I think my mind has kind of, like, blocked it to a point. You know what I mean? Um, because uh -huh. my mind, I'm like, oh, there's only like 60-something, like 67 on a hug at the number, <laughs> like men there. But I think it, I honestly think it was millions. I think it was millions of men. Oh, wow. And their feeling as they looked at me was this feeling of, I don't want to use the word idolization because that's not it. But it was like complete awe. And then that, uh -huh. like, I felt so worthy in that moment. Then after that, um, I went on a walk and I kind of had two other realizations, which I won't tie into it here now, um, which were very, like, why? <laughs> but I don't mind, we're on limited time, so I want to take up time talking about it. Um, but uh -huh. the thing is, that wasn't the first time that I had the memory. 
the first yeah. time was when I was a kid. And so when I was a kid, and this is going to sound a little bit funny for people, when I was a kid, I would speak in this language that I would like, well, this sounds like this language belongs to someone, but who does the language belong to? And I stopped speaking it because no one else was speaking in this language. And I would take my Barbies and I would, I would surround my Barbies, circles of men around a woman, and we would always be up on a hill. And it would be like having ritualism at a little age. So it's just so interesting that like there's this truth there, but it's the power of like being brave enough to pick it up, have the courage, and really wear it as you, you know? Right. And find where that comes from. But that's really interesting you said that. Because I don't know, I like, especially, I really resonate when you say, like, remember who you are and how it's not really like a transformation. It's just kind of like remembering who you are and doing that. Like, we're not transforming to something other. We're already this. And we just have to remember. <laughs> yeah, like, so, yeah, I never thought, but I really read, because, and I do believe, like you said, with the sunflower, like, you do have to clear out, um, like, your channels so you can receive this, and, like, I stand that similar as, like, me kind of, because, um, like, my journey stemmed from me just trying to, like, eat right but it was more like not like I have to do it it's like I need to do this because this is what my body deserves Mm. and this is what was calling me to like pay more attention to like what I was exposing myself to and then just the more that I like started to just be like I was just really stepping into like my like divine like the more it like opened up and showed like how divine I was so like stuff just became like a no-brainer so like now it's like I would started off with like food but now I'm like super cautious about like even what energies I allow to be around me and like yeah and I just I got goosebumps listening to your story because I can see similarities of just like not really like you said not transforming just kind of on taking away the stuff that you thought was you but really isn't you and getting down to your true self. Yeah, like, for me, the whole idea, especially starting with food, that is a bold move, gorgeous. Like, that is a bold move because that's kind of like a crux or something that, for a lot of us, is a thing. Our relationship with food, our relationship with eating... So you doing yeah. that is you really doing it on the soul level. I'm not talking about something outside of you, like on that soul food soul level. <laughs> like, like, oh, like that, like that deep. <laughs> yes, all within. Like, what did you learn about in that journey? And like, how did you, yeah, share more. Like, what did you find? So basically, I mean, I always knew, like, I always had, like, a love for the human body in general, especially the brain, like, our, from, like, a psychologist's point of view, because I always wanted to, like, study how humans think. Mm-hmm. So all the amazing stuff, like, the brain can do, and then the body is just as amazing. So, like, for me, um, 
when like growing up like it kind of didn't hit me to like start taking care of myself until like my doctor kind of told me that I was like healthy but then I was a little overweight so then like looking around like in my family no one was health conscious so it was like you either work out or you don't eat or you go on a diet like that was how you lose weight but there was no like why so I just educated myself on the food that we eat and like how like your body's relationship to food Mm. and it just became like a no-brainer because I started to change food like I like food can really be addictive and be like a drug in a way and I found like a lot of my like habits and like things really stemmed from like I could find other ways to heal those habits than like eating you know the junk food or whatever and just adding in more real food was really like what did it for me like and once you started doing that, like, stuff really does, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, stuff does, like, hit different when you just start to bring awareness to the things that you are doing daily and, like, yeah. the food that you're doing daily. So, like, I changed my relationship with food and, like, I eat. Like, I'm not over here, like, not eating. I just right. eat a different type of way. Um And I feel like when I'm feeding myself, like I'm offering like nothing but like the best to my body because, you know, it's, I view it as my temple. So I'm like that with like everything, like food, um, men, you know, whatever I'm exposing my body to. That is so, yes. Even with men, you're offering the best to your temple. Right. So, um, that was about, like, I'm 25 now. I started this when I was 21. So even from, like, 21 to, like, 23, like, I still was a lot of stuff I had to learn because I wasn't, like, my mindset wasn't there completely with, like, things like men. So, like, finding, like, my other, like, goddess journey came after. Like, I kind of had to be not really, like, heartbroken or anything because I don't, blame like any of like past lovers or anything like for this like I feel like this is something I kind of like I kind of looked around was like I wasn't happy with what you know life was giving to me so like instead of just like sitting there and taking it I was like I'm going to change it like I started with myself and then I started like it was weird how stuff like kind of throws itself at you um I started my Instagram based off of, like, weight loss and, like, transformation that way. And then I ended up finding stuff about, like, secret sexuality. And then that also helped me help, like, heal wounds that I kind of knew were there but didn't know how to approach them. So, like, the, um, like, the yawning, like, my healing my yawning relationship with my vagina. Um, just because I saw certain patterns that were arising in my life like certain things that I could also see in other women in my family and I felt like nobody was doing this um, work and I felt like it was work that really needed to be done and I remember I kind of I did this meditation with this woman I found on Instagram and I remember I didn't have like a vision or anything I just I did hear someone speak to me and it was a voice of a woman and she told me that I needed to do this, like continue this path and do this. Um, because, because my sister, I have my sister, my older sister, she's 
also like my rock she's someone she doesn't go down this like path with me but she's yeah. also helped me a lot like spiritually um but the voice said that I needed to do this because my sister wasn't strong enough to do it mm-hmm. um but there was things that we needed to heal and like that's how I found out about like the wounds that we carry from like our mothers and our mother's mothers and I was something told me that like that stopped with me and that I needed to do this so I've continued to just taking my healing journey like seriously because I feel like well I was told I needed to do it so I was like I can't stop now um I think that's so powerful. I Let me see if I can get something out of my leather and lace lingerie guide. So I want to read something to you because that's so, like, it resonated what you said about hearing that voice and what they said, of kind of a, what she said about your sister and how literally, like, there's soulful recipes and there's lingerie recipes, right? <laughs> And then there's yeah. these recipes that, like, they have all that, that we just weren't meant to have in our body. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? All that process, yeah. that kind of stuff they weren't kind of, like, meant to have. And I know for me, when I wrote down what I knew of my great-grandmother's femininity journey, and then I wrote down what I knew of my grandma's femininity journey, and then my mom's femininity journey, it helped me to write down my own. And then when I wrote down my own, I kind of transformed it. So I'm trying to see if I can get it. Because it just really makes me think about, like, the stories that we share. And while I try and find it, oh, it's right here. Okay, never mind. This might just take me a split second, but here you go. So this is how I decided to transform it. And think about this as this is something, like, we all have no wounds. Like, lingerie drips off my body, and I smell like jasmine flowers, roses, and God's essential oils. Soft and delicate, the way that I live, move, and breathe in my body is feminine beyond my wildest dreams. Vulnerable, intimate, exquisite. The lace in my my body feels like silk and champagne. My body is a goddess bondage, luxury lingerie dress combined with the fullness of the most virgin lace in the world. Each day, the softness of my pattern sensuously and erotically becomes a lingerie of my body. The freedom of being the most exotic place breathes the sweet allure of life into the woman that I am within. Sensuous beyond belief, my body feels like lingerie to my skin. The lace in my body probably allows me to live on my own world. Soft, feminine, and sensual, my body has been enhanced with lace from within. My essence sparkles like crystals and diamonds on my body, and though my lingerie, my figure, elegantly hugs the silhouette of my curves. Lace that is so luscious, provocative, feminine, sensual, magnetic that I fall more and more in love with it every day. Underneath the lingerie of my body is even more lingerie within. My sex appeal looks like a fantasy of goddesses to my skin, and my calves, thighs, hips, decolletage, and booty are some of the goddess elements of who I am. My body is goddess-like, covered in lace, which feels like heaven to my body, but also feel like a lingerie heaven within. My body is from the goddess lingerie collection. Leather and lace, diamonds and pearls, glitter and glow in the most feminine lace in the world. The softer, more delicately I treat the lingerie of my body, the more my lingerie is highlighted in the simplest, sexiest way in my body. This is what a goddess is. New lace, the rawest, most exotic version of yourself is lingerie. You are pure goddess because you're the simplest form of lingerie, sensuously sparkling with sex appeal in a way that takes your breath away. 
executionist sex and high performance is an aphrodisiac to my body. Train like a goddess energy that comes from within. My body is a literal walking vibration of a goddess on this earth, and I alone choose my highlights and my sexiest curves. The softness of my body holds all the stars in the sky. I am the definition of lingerie. Deepness of my body holds all the light in the world. I am both the leather and the lace, the crystals, the diamonds, the lingerie, and the pearls. My body is lace unlike any other in the world. I feel divine to my body, a lingerie that has been poured into a new form. The newest lace, the purest lace, is the lace I'm already creating within. It feels lusciously, deliciously divine to be my body. Because the way that I wear myself as a woman is with the essence of being the most exotic lingerie in the world. Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Well, no, thank you for listening, because that's, but that's what you did, is you wrote a lingerie recipe. Yeah, yeah, I was, like, I could, at the end there, that was literally what I did, I, (laughs) oh, I'm getting chills. Oh, I'm so happy you're excited to do this. Gosh. But yeah, I simply was just, like, this is not what I want, um, and I, I just was giving my body what it needed, and my weight loss and stuff was just, I think, a byproduct, because at first, it was initially to lose weight, but then I was like, no, like, I was discovering myself, and that was, like, I gained so much. Like, I lost the weight, yeah, but I gained myself, and yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. So how do you, like, how would you tell people to give their body what they need it when they don't feel it right away you know like when you're beginning to eat those foods it takes a while to get to that intuitive eating type of thing you know like how do you find that balance i know for me like i can normally tell whenever i'm like goddess like when i'm on my my period if my period's rough i need to look back on my diet because that's a reflection Uh yeah i mean but that's what i say like it's not it shouldn't be I guess, like, I guess separate from, like, seeing food as, I guess, bad or good and start to really just pay attention to how stuff makes you feel. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, when I first, I tried everything when I first tried to lose weight. And I just remember it just clicking and it was just simply eating more of the foods that made me feel better. And I noticed, like... After a while, it just kind of weeded out to just being more simple home whole foods. And I decided to, like, what started was educating yourself on the foods that you would eat daily. So I educate the stuff that I would eat all the time. And then I just started upping the, um, like, the quality of the food that it was. So, like, I love chocolate. Oh <laughs> so, I God, just started to, over time, like, up the quality of chocolate. Because, it's like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to eat chocolate, then I need to make sure I eat, like, really good chocolate. Because, you know, this is what I'm putting into my body. And when I looked up the ingredients of, like, chocolate bars, I found that I wasn't even eating chocolate. So, I started to introduce myself to what, like, actual real food was. Man, you just made a lot and of chocolate. Chocolate lovers cry with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but then you 
you really love chocolate, yeah. you eat like a really kind of good bar of chocolate, and then it's like you can't really go back and eat a Hershey bar. And like people always, like my mom will say, I'll act stuck up or something for food, but it's like it's not the food. Like I'm not a big like. There's some junk foods that like I'll eat, but then after a while, I found that it just doesn't taste the same anymore. So it's like I'll make my alternative, and I feel like that tastes better. Um, but just I guess take the time out to actually like look at what you're feeding yourself, like what you're eating, because I feel like you should be like the most important part of your life so at least take that time to actually see what you're eating and then for me it just came natural to just starting to actually up the quality of the food or start to cook myself so I could make sure that I'm like if I want like with something I guess like if I wanted to eat like tacos I can make my own tacos and know that it would be like the best of the best for me at that time you know yeah i mean that's the lingerie effect if you treat your body like lingerie the lingerie yeah. appears but so hold on let me put pause the super practical question like this is like life changing question for me because i love food so like what uh-huh. what would be these, these these good chocolate bars that you're talking about like what brands what do we the um the the endangered species brand I think is a good brand. It, do you have Aldi in Texas? No, I'm really sad. Aww. I know, me too. <laughs> like I had a mirror, I'm really sad. I'm very, I'm Aldi sometimes if you look, they'll have like good um, brands of chocolate that aren't like that expensive because if you go to like Harris or somewhere um they can be prices but the endangered species brand they have to me it's like chocolate if you look at the ingredients it's no like not even some of them there's some that are made with like milk chocolate but most of it is cacao and um sorry rocket's going crazy right now <laughs> okay. my puppy you can hear him I can that. hear him he's like hi <laughs> the journey transition you shared a little bit how did it journey transition from food to your goddess journey so it's like still food just different types of food right um yeah i yeah i just think because yeah i like that so different types of food um so after i got out of like this kind of like two year kind of like abusive not abusive like emotionally abusive it was just not a good um not a good fit and it was really I just kind of I was had I wrote a letter to my vagina not too long ago and I brought up this um relationship (laughs) yeah I try to write one every so often but when I had just celebrated a year of being celibate I wrote another letter to her, um, and it kind of cleared up some things, because, like, I kind of, myself at that time was really, like, even though I was, um, like, I was doing stuff, like, I was losing weight, I was 
going back to school, like, things were, like, good. Like, me at my core had, like, a lot of healing to do. Mm -hmm. I just kind of didn't know it um, or didn't show it. And I think it came out, like, how much I was, like, screaming for, I guess, love for myself for allowing to be in that type of relationship that long. Mm. Um, so I kind of, like, forgave myself for that because, like, I was looking for something in that person that I was really looking for me, like, in me, um, mm. and just trying to get it out of that, and it just wasn't ever going to come from that. Um, so... After getting out of that, I kind of still was on, like, autopilot, trying to not, not deal with my problems. But then I was laying in bed with this guy. Um, nothing against the guy, but I was just, like, someone was telling me, it's like, you can't be with him. You can't, you know, you need to go. And, like, it was just nothing was, I wasn't getting joy anymore from, like, being in, like, these relationships and I was like maybe I'm not good with relationships I'm just gonna like have fuck buddies and then that wasn't working <laughs> I love you <laughs> like, she's like forget this <laughs> <laughs> so like it was just like not working and I felt very disconnected um down there and I always like trapped my period and stuff because I never wanted to be on birth control so I always kept that but I still felt like really disconnected and then it was like kind of like a numbness when I would be sexual with partners mm-hmm. and something just kept drawing me to that and then I started getting kind of painful periods and then I was like maybe something is like you know teaching me to like or like calling me to pay attention to my yoni mm-hmm. um, my mom would have like ovarian cysts and stuff so I was always uh, worried about getting numb but then I started looking from like the spiritual side of like why this could be happening mm-hmm. and then I just started seeing some of like especially like dealing with like your root chakra and like seeing I was like maybe I really need to heal this side of me and then yeah. I could see the patterns within my family so it just like this is real healing that needs to be done um so I decided to take, like, the time to, like, kind of limit, like, distractions. So I, like, took relationships a break um, to kind of form a relationship with myself That's powerful. in that way. <laughs> That's so powerful because I think, this is going to kind of sound raw to say, but really the most objectified portions of our body um, are the most, have the most healing in them, right? And it's okay to take a sip of it for ourselves. And I also think when one woman heals, she heals for a 10,000. So, like, if you just kind of look at, like, us or look at someone behind us, like, yes, I did my rep of healing, but there's another one who did that rep deeper, right? So then when I did my rep without even knowing you at the time, I'm doing my rep with you in mind because energy doesn't know distance in terms of miles, right? So when you do your rep, it's still going to be wrong. People just remember there's another one that's done her rep there. And yes, there's other women that will stand on yours. But all you have to do is just kind of clothe yourself in you and your truth. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, like, really, I just wanted to, because I would see other girls kind of 
of dealing in the same like relationships I was in and the same mm-hmm. stuff I was doing and I was like it's like I just kind of want to like flip the switch on and I'm like come on you can join this journey with us um so it's I started hard, my right? page and hope to like help inspire and I also have conscious diva which I'm gonna try to um try to move over and kind of have that as more of like a safe space for like women because I want to start sharing some more stuff but like I don't know, every time I share something, I feel like, oh, maybe I'm sharing too much. And I get backlash from, like, family and stuff. Like, I think my dad said he had to, like, unfollow me because I was sharing stuff on there. But I was like, I'm not sharing it for you. Like, you don't get it. Just keep scrolling. But I don't know. I was going to turn Conscious Diva into a more, like, sacred women's circle page to share more stuff on. I don't know where I'm going with that. (laughs) I will hear and I'll just like and I don't have a solid answer because I've suffered a ton for what I share too (laughs) so I I I do I get I yeah (laughs) on yeah and that's I am just kind of holding on to um there's something that's even greater that must be fighting behind me than what's coming up at at me yeah that's a way to look at it. You know? But I think that's amazing that you stand and you walk kind of within your truth and, and like, wear it. Like, I, when I started learning about the goddesses and their goddess stories and, like, their goddess journeys, one thing I learned is uh-huh. I had to pair them with different things. So when you think about, like, Oshun, yes, she's sensuality, sweet water, and love, but she's also the art of being, like, bold in your body, right? When the world was created... She was sent to the build the earth with 17 other people, um, or 17 not people, but 17, 17 other Arumala. She was the only woman, right? And old Amari, who the example of the most high in, in this, this story, he said, okay, create this world. And she got here and they threw her away. <laughs> and they went yeah. to this macho battle, right? So she went up to the moon, which represents our feminine energy. And she sourced herself within herself. So kind of like how you were saying, like, you wrote that letter, right, to your palace, right? So she sourced herself within herself. She had her own transformation, and they weren't able to build the earth. <laughs> so they went back to Old Amari, and they're like, they weren't working. It's not working. He's like, well, who's missing? He's like, someone's missing. Where's Oshun? And like, we didn't need her. We didn't need sensuality, Right. And, uh, right? And so he's like, well, y'all can't build the world. So they had to go to Oshun and apologize to her. And so she returned to the earth to rebuild the world, but not until she had what I call like sex magic. So she had this purest transformation one can have within herself. And she was able to come. And I think sometimes when we build these worlds, the worlds can be so new and so scary for other people to take on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean that we weren't meant to walk in them or live in them. But you have to pair Oshun with boldness. So when, you walk, when you're walking your own Oshun energy as, as a woman, it's pairing it with boldness. You know? Yeah. And it's something that I have a hard time being like, okay, those stilettos are on my second shelf. Let me pull out the bold pair. And let me make sure I put them on. I'm like, I have to keep on checking myself. Because you're right. You do get backlash, and it is hard. Yeah. But it doesn't deter me because then I see ladies like you and I get like inspiration. So it's like, no, more women need to hear this. This needs to be said. Yeah. Yeah. But I really want to 
what uh, I don't know, maybe you can help me. I wanted to like talk about more about like sacred sexuality, especially for these young women. Um, because that's just something I would have learned, wish I was taught more about. Yes. Um, not just so much yeah, like for me, it was us. just like if you have sex, you're gonna have a baby, and that was literally all I was like told. Like, don't, and then it's like I. No, there's just so much more that I should have learned that I'm happy I learned now that I apply now, but I'm 25 and I wish I would have told like 17 year old Kaylin some of the stuff that I know now. Right. Right. And I hear you. I'm like, there's gotta be someone who's holding your hand and maybe with some, I don't know. I don't think time exists. Like I think God definitely designed time differently than the way we live it now. So maybe in a way you are holding the hand of a 17-year-old, Kaylin, and you don't know, like, in my Goddess Reveal plan, there's a couple of videos that I had filmed way before the program was even created, right? But they're, like, really delicious recipes, so I put them in there. So every time I watch a video, I whisper to myself how proud I am, how amazing I am, because I'm like, yeah. maybe I was the one holding my hand back then. Yeah. You know, but I completely agree. We're taught that our vehicles are for other people from such a young age. And so I kind of think perhaps maybe that's why we've forgotten how to give birth to ourselves. Yeah. That's what fitness is, right? Mm. Yeah. That's and what food is. Because, like, for me, it was really hard because... Um, that's one thing, like, the more weight I lost, like, people are like, oh, you're doing this for men, and then it's like, the more weight I lost, the more I didn't want men, the more, not that I didn't want men, but the more I was really very selective on who <laughs> could come, so it was like, no, I, like, I take pride in my body, um, right. so I'm not just going to let whoever, you know, um, <laughs> that's so how did you take pride in your body to do that because that is powerful well just I was well when I just kind of sat and I was like I deserve more because I wanted more and I just it just kind of snapped that it was like me that was going to give me more like wow. nobody else was going to love me the way that I love me because I, I feel like the lack of love um was why, how I was able to get in, like, situations that I was in, mm. especially with my ex and other bad relationships and stuff. So I was just like, I got to show me this love because nobody else is going to. And how did you know what it looked like and what it felt like? Because that was something I struggled. I, I thought stuff was love that wasn't love. <laughs> I'm still on there. That's why I'm still on that path to know, like, what, um, I mean, I know what it feels like with me, and I'm still trying to get over, like, um, I'm kind of, like, paranoid that I'll make the same mistakes, so, like, just trying to tell myself each day, like, doing my affirmations that I'm not that, like, I'm yeah. what I choose to be, and this is, like, I say I'm the goddess, I am, and I can have what I want and attract what I want, so I just remind myself of that, um, but it's a, it's, you have to, it's like an ever going journey. So I struggle I sometimes that. with just like, but then when it's like the doubt comes up, you just have to replace it with another thought, I guess, with the better, with like, with your true self. So like, I know 
that that is like I don't align with that. So yes, that's yeah, aligning. The stuff wasn't aligning with me, and it's not aligning with you because it's not ultimately who you're supposed to be mm-hmm. or who like your path. Like I felt like with my ex, we clashed a lot because we just weren't aligned, and it took me to like throw in the town, like no, this is not. <laughs> this is not aligning. This is not how I want to feel and walk away. <laughs> I love that. So what does a f- alignment feel like in your body? To me, it's like there's just no, I guess, not anxiety or anxious feeling. It just kind of goes. Nothing is forced. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like with my ex, um, we couldn't just be like something had like I had to like give up something or something like we couldn't just be like there was always a clash and just paying attention to that because like I know what I want personally and I guess it would be different for every person but I know like my natural state and like how I want to feel and then with the other person if it's like clashing and it doesn't mean like you guys are blowing up arguing all the time but like just little stuff that are just out of alignment if you just feel something's making something come up to you like maybe you should take a step back and see like why is this why is this triggering me in the kind of way because I talk about doing shadow work a lot when I did my week of shadow work like a whole bunch of stuff came up but it was good to like sit and be with it because then it kind of understands, helps you understand moving forward what stuff you need to heal from. So mm-hmm. I guess, like, for me, when stuff didn't seem out of alignment, it was just what was triggering me to kind of want different or triggering me where it just couldn't be. I don't know if that's making sense. No, that does make sense. It's kind of like blocks in it, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's telling you, like, basically, like I said, like, when you're, if something's not right in your body, it will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it will be numb on you for a while, but eventually it'll wake up. Yeah. And that's what I just, I didn't want, because I was starting to think I was, like, broken. I remember telling my friends, was like, I can't, like, be present with a guy. Like, am I broken down there or something? But, like. I masturbate and stuff. I'm not broken. I just, I guess I haven't found one. Um, so, yeah. And I would see, like, a lot of the stuff. Because I also, I remember just, like, my mindset that I felt, like, about, especially about myself and, like, relationships. Like, the stuff I would tell myself that I would think was kind of protecting me. But it was really, like, I was really subconsciously, like, believing it. Like, I would... I come from a split household, so I always would be like, I don't really believe in love, or I never wanted to get married and have kids just because it was too, it wasn't, you know, pretty seeing it with my mom and dad go back and forth. Um, and then I kind of carried that on, too, with, like, never wanting to be in a relationship, so then when I got into a relationship, it wasn't really what I wanted, so I saw, like, for me, there was probably a lot of resistance there. And not really, like, being grown enough to say, like, oh, maybe love wasn't modeled to us. Because a lot of us, unfortunately, um, it's more common now, like, to come from a split household and stuff. And, like, not really see, like, true, like, examples of, like, love. Mm -hmm. Um, 
to like being grown enough to be like, okay, I don't know what it is. So maybe I need to take a step back and love myself first so I can know or at least have those boundaries there. So when somebody does come in to love me, that it will be there already. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, one of my favorite affirmations I say is like, um, I am made. Um, who's I am made. Um, and I'm a replica of the highest capacity of love, right? Of the version of the highest capacity of love. When I think about it, but too, like it's kind of like we are the affirmation. We don't look for the orgasm because we are the orgasm. But we have to kind of wake up to our own pleasure, you know? Right. And there's so when you tap into like your inner goddess, you will find pleasure in all things. Like yeah. I thought I would miss sex, but it's really I mean, it's been a year and five months and it's like I could probably go another year. Like I'm just yeah. I'm loving the, the different like or just trying to experience pleasure and like really know like my love language and see like what I want. Because for me, I was <laughs> 17 year old me or like even 21 year old me like enough for me to want to have sex with a person and be like oh he's attractive and I feel like it should be more than oh he has a nice tattoo and he's cute and he says these things and it's like no like for me I'm like you have to show me more and it's like more of a connection um so yeah no I agree there's this there's <laughs> video I saw and the guy was just talking about how um, when a woman sleeps with a man, like, unfortunately, because I guess it's because we are channels, um, and we literally are sex itself, but it can compromise your DNA. So, not to, yeah. like, put this, throw the fear card in there, but, like, <laughs> I sure hope he's handed, adding to your strands in a good way. <laughs> it's like, you know? For me, it's just, like, well. Once learning that and just learning, like, you take on, like, their energy and their insecurities. Mm -hmm. Like, you, we are receivers. We're women. And, like, you know, it's like, a baby is not the worst thing that can come out of <laughs> You realize that, yeah. <laughs> it's not. So, it's like, you have to really be mindful of what you are exposing yourself to. And just also mm -hmm. what you are exposing yourself to. Like, I also saw, like... Like, even with, with, like, music or, like, entertainment. Oh, no. What happened? Oh, no. Are you okay, love? Okay. I swept you down. I thought I hung up oh. on you. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> my alarm went off. And I was like, oh, no. And I thought I hung up. So, like, exposing. Like, I also would have, like, this thought that, like, men aren't, um... Like, not like men or dogs, but, like, just, like, to protect myself, I'll kind of be the um, the one that would be kind of take on the masculine role, like, do things that the yeah. guys would do in a relationship. But then, like, thinking that that would, like, protect me, I just ended up attracting more men like that to me. So it was, like, no, that's not going to work either. Yeah, because everything's <laughs> so energy. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're going to attract what you vibrate at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you are going to attract what you're putting out. So, like, yep. that's why I was like, okay, then I need to really work on me because if that's what I'm going to attract, hopefully I will attract somebody else that is really working on themselves and so on and so on. Oh, I can hear you. He's like, mama. <laughs> 
So my as... little sister's oh. here. He's protecting me from her. Oh my god! <laughs> He's like growing her. I love it. So as we kind of like wrap up, what would you say about like just? I don't even know how to ask this question, but like the layers of the truth, the layers of your beauty. And having the courage to wear every single one. Because you're, to me, like, you're the essence of hope. When I look at you, I see hope. Like, oh. Thank you. But what you, you want me to know what I, what layer I am? Yeah, what layer are you? And then what would your advice be to all of us in terms of, like, giving us a layer to kind of put on? Because... Yes, it's like sex can be an experience with a partner, but at the same time, what we listen to, what we eat, what's on the media, people's energy like around, that's all having some kind of sensuous experience or sexual experience with our energy if we're not sourced from within ourselves, you know? Definitely. Definitely. I don't know. I don't know what layer of lingerie I'm in. I'm stuck on that question. But I can answer the second part. Yeah. You said hope. I like that. Um, Maybe that's the laundry you're in. Yes. I'm <laughs> um, but for the second question, I guess the first, I would answer it with like awareness. Like awareness is key. Bring yeah. awareness to just, and just, it doesn't even, don't with no judgment, just a, take in like everything that you're absorbing and does that ultimately align with what you want? So talk to yourself, journal to yourself if you don't know what it is. And when you can like your root chakra, that is like what it's like, grounding you and connecting you and when that is like you know when all of your chakras are like but most definitely your root like I feel like you are able to just feel everything a little better yeah um even when that comes into like sexually because you know whatever you're thinking about like during sex like you can end up manifesting that you know with your sexual energy like the wrong way so just bring awareness um and if you're, like, if stuff sounds foreign, like, if you're, like, I don't know how to bring awareness or I don't even know, like, start by doing the things that you enjoy. And if you don't know, sit down and ask yourself, what do you enjoy? What do you want? It's never too late to get to know yourself. But you ever. know what? Honestly, and if you could share Instagram again, because that's for someone who's completely lost. When they read one of your posts, that wakes it up in them. Oh, thank you. Um, it's authentic and sweet. Um, authentic. Oh, my gosh. Why am I freaking out? It's not on live. I thought that they could see my eye was messing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not on it's live. It's a podcast. <laughs> this is why I love podcasts. They don't know that I'm sitting here in my lounge like, while my I step that now I shared it. Like, Wait, this is a podcast. No one's going to see my eye. <laughs> podcasts are amazing. So, yeah, authentic and sweet. Um, the word authentic and then in sweet. No underscore or anything. Yeah. Um, so yes, um, awareness is key. That's my thing for everything. I just, so as soon as I started to just bring myself a little more aware to the things that I was doing daily and then understanding that you have the 
power to change everything like you do like that makes everything seem like less scary because I was kind of like you know I just seeing these things I used to do way differently like a matter of like years and I'm just like wow I did all of that like I'm back home now um I moved back home last June um and I'm trying to figure, I don't know where I'm at. I might come to Texas, but I'm like, I don't know where I want to go. So I'm like, I'm going to stay home and save money. So when I figure out where I want to go, I can just go. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, wow, I'm so different from the last time I was in this house. Like my yeah. habits are so different. And it's like, wow, I did that. So yeah. like anyone, you have the power to change your situation if that's what you want. So awareness yeah. and know your power. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I love it. I love it. Wow. And I would love you to come with Texas, but um, racism is kind of real. <laughs> it's real really? everywhere. <laughs> so just yeah, make sure you link up. So it's okay. yeah. Right. <laughs> like, so don't just have, like, don't just pop like, up down city. south like because that's what I did, huh? You did, because you're in Austin, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm outside of Austin, but I, it's, Austin. yeah, the shift everywhere is, I mean, that's a whole other podcast altogether. It's everywhere, but as things fall apart, it's pretty scary, so. Um, but you're from the DMV, you're, your podcast, yeah, you're from born, Maryland. I was born in yeah, Virginia, so. yep, and I moved around a okay, ton, I'm but I spent. Oh, I'm in Virginia. Oh, are you? Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I so spent a ton of time growing up in New England, so once in a while I'll drop an R. But, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, you'll you'll hear you'll hear, be like, wait, when I'm tired, you'll be like, okay, you'll hear that New England. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. It's just really entering. You're right. Having awareness, walking in this courage, walking this boldness, and that's what you bring to everybody. So. Oh, thank you so much for coming. Uh, this has thank been such a blessing. Me. This is such a blessing. It really was. Yeah. Well, you enjoy the rest of your night. I can't you wait to love. hear us on the podcast. Yes, yes. And beautifuls, thank you so much for joining us on the Fitness and Mrs. podcast. Have a gorgeous day. And always remember that the key to your awareness is you.